0: stages of labor, hormones of birth, and timing contractions are not the most important or effective ways to learn about physiologic birth. And chances are, you've learned some of that, and you still have questions about what to expect from birth. And these questions linger because the sources that are teaching childbirth preparation are only offering facts about labor and birth created to enable the medical system to justify the use of interventions to speed up labor despite the injuries experienced by mothers and the disruptions to the mother-baby bonding. Before birth became a medical procedure that needed these guidelines and metrics, women were shown physiologic birth instead of charts and graphs and tables. Today, we have the benefit of merging traditional physiologic birth knowledge with what is useful from research and evidence And this has been the key to helping my students and clients avoid things like tears and traumatic birth injuries and go on to have fulfilling natural births. If natural birth is calling you, merging traditional physiologic birth with learning modern knowledge may be the answer to your lingering questions. And you can begin the journey of seeing physiologic birth with a free class that will introduce you to the three Ps of physiologic birth that help my students and clients avoid tearing in only 15 minutes so you will know why you can trust your body to give birth without injury. After watching this 15 minute video, you will know what physiologic birth really is and why learning the stages of labor, lists of hormones, and cervical dilation rates is just not enough, the most common points in labor where tissue damage tends to occur, and how to use the three Ps of physiology to prevent the causes of tears or episiotomies. And you will learn the difference between being 10 centimeters and being ready to push. After seeing the physiology in this way, one of my students, Sarah, said, simply mind-blowing. Thank you so much for sharing this information. I want to share this with all of the birth professionals that I have ever met, as it is so clear to me now how we have all been missing the big picture. And Cassie said, I took four courses and yours is the one I walked away with feeling the most empowered. Very specifically, the physiologic birth part where you show the slides of where baby is. Having known what baby does in that dance with the pictures, just let me trust the process so I never felt worried. So if you'd like to learn more about what Sarah and Cassie are talking about, you can get started with this very special and unique physiologic birth training for free at naturalbirthcompass.com forward slash free class. I hope to see you there. If you whisper a secret to a candle flame, then all fire everywhere will know that secret. The words will crackle in every campfire and churn like an ocean deep in the belly of the earth fire will translate your words to smoke and ash telling no one but the sky Candle facts number one from a field guide to the haunted forest by jared k anderson in following up to last month's episode on transition For the next topic, it felt natural to move into the energetic of the summer season, the direction of south on the natural birth compass, the element of fire, and, as I'll talk about a bit here, the phase of being that is motherhood. Transition is the experience that energetically resonates with the end of the spring season, so it seems like a natural flow to follow that up with summer. While there are many resonances I could pull in here for this conversation, I've been leaning toward exploring the energetics of expansion and openness here today, as these are some of the most important aspects of this energetic to understand for birth, because summer is the phase of complete dilation, a topic that is always of interest when it comes to birth. So we're celebrating the energy of summer and the energy of expansion and openness as we talk about the phase of complete dilation today on the Unschooled Home birth Podcast. Welcome to the Unschooled Home Birth Podcast, where we throw away the conventional birth textbooks and talk all about home birth from philosophy of nature, life, and deep universal truths. I'm Tristan, the creator of the Natural Birth Compass online childbirth course and Circle Magic for Home Birth, and I'm coming to your ears with perspectives of birth from across time and cultures to help you become more informed and confident in your home birth. So grab your mug, fill it with your favorite tea, and let's get unschooled about home birth. welcome to the official summer episode of the podcast even if it's not the season of summer for you when you're listening remember that when we talk about cyclic aspects of life following the elemental time of nature cycles occur in many overlapping ways so you're always in summer in some aspects of your life whether it's coming up to the noon time of day for you or it's that moment when you're bringing food into your mouth to connect with the nutrients you'll be bringing into your body But for the purpose of this episode, I will just refer to it as summer because the seasons can be an easy way to relate to the energy because we have so much experience with seasons. We just know what the energy of summer feels like, what it tastes like, and smells like, and sounds like. We automatically use all of our senses to interpret our experience of seasons in ways that don't come so easily in other aspects of our life. Other aspects meaning other cycles of our life. And importantly those cycles that show up in birth. Now, as we talk about this summer phase of cyclic birth as it relates to complete dilation, I'm not going to cover logistics like whether you should do cervical checks in labor and what cervical checks tell you about your progress or how to know if you're ready to push. While I do cover all those physical aspects in my full childbirth course, I only do that after I've covered the purpose for the way birth unfolds with my students Because what's really important to know is that the physical aspects of the labor process are so much more logical, and decisions around those physical aspects become so much more clear when you have the big picture understanding of the unfolding of birth for both mother and baby. So on this episode, we're starting with part of the big picture topic, to look at dilation from these other angles that you probably aren't hearing elsewhere. So before we get to birth... Take a moment right now and think about summer. What are the first things that come to mind? It might be things like sunshine and the long, bright days that seem to go on and on. Or maybe you think of flowers and bees, or campfires and vacations. Whatever those specific images and recollections are for you, likely they have some feeling of expansive, open energy. Those long days of summer when the blue sky seems to expand way out further in the horizon the opening of so many colors of flowers in a wild meadow, or expanding your world out further beyond the normal confines of your day-to-day with road trips or vacations, especially when going into the great outdoors, that you might not do as much in other times of the year. When it comes to the physical phases of birth, this is the energy of reaching the full opening and expansion of dilation and feeling ready to bring your baby through the final passage of birth and into your arms or your birth partner's arms. After you've traveled through the awakening and growth phase of spring, the active labor phase, you arrive here in the summer, open and ready to expand your family and meet your little one. This is the natural progression of labor, just as it's the natural progression of the seasonal flow, and the natural progression of the 24-hour flow, and so many other cycles that are part of our lives every day. And as you prepare for the growth of your family with your newborn coming earthside into the world you are also entering the season of the heart, the season of connection and family and community, which is highly tied in with mothering energy, which makes sense. At one time in many cultures, raising children was a village affair and mothers would have brought community together to support their children and create the nurturing and engaging environment for children to learn in. And as I talk about this, I just want to put a quick reminder here that it's also important to remember that just as I teach in Circle Magic for Homebirth, especially in regard to phases of being, we are never restricted to one phase of being or one aspect of the cycle. We are always moving through them all, calling upon all aspects of ourselves. We are whole beings. So even as a woman transitions into her motherhood phase of being, she still has the energetics of her inner maiden that she can call on at any time and her inner queen. And even her wise woman crone, these are all available to her whenever she needs them. But while we have growing children that we're actively raising, we tend to have a dominant motherhood energy that's most active in our lives for that time, but it's never exclusive. When it comes to entering the summer phase of the birth cycle, just like when I covered the phase of transition in the previous episode, it can be challenging for women who aren't prepared to be open and expanded to that extent in some part of themselves which might be physical, but often it transcends the physical being and is actually coming from emotional or spiritual resistance that may be expressed or interpreted in that moment as physical pain. So here I'll bring in another resonant energy of summer that might help clarify what I mean here. And that is the element of fire. When you think of the flames of a fire, they can burn in a controlled fashion, like the flame of a candle or in a fire pit. Or those flames can rage out of control like a wildfire, consuming all the physical material around it. Now, there are times when you need wildfire-type energy. Not all wildfires are bad. For example, when you have an infection, you actually want your immune system to be activated to fight that infection. And sometimes that can feel more like a wildfire. But the key is that it's under a controlled burn, not one that rages out of control. So when a family is unprepared for what this phase of the cycle of birth brings, it can overwhelm and consume them just like a wildfire. A woman might feel like she's going to literally or figuratively tear in two. Or it might suddenly come to the surface that she doesn't feel ready to walk through the portal into motherhood. Or she might be feeling pain that is too much for her to bear. When really, this phase, even though it's not easy, it should have some aspect of exuberance and joy at reaching the peak of the journey. In most cases, at this phase of the birth cycle, when a baby is positioned relatively well for birth, the hardest work is done, and now it's time for the ultimate reward. When a family has prepared for this phase, and they're ready for the experience of the expansion of birth, which, I'll note, I happen to think is the widest and greatest expansion a human being can experience in their human existence, when a woman is ready for it, Then in this phase, she glows with joy and delight knowing that their baby is just moments from her arms. This great expansion is also the point in labor when a mother gives everything of herself in the most loving act of generosity. And that's both in the physical act of giving her baby the freedom of independent life separate from her womb, which is really one of the great purposes of this whole birth process, but also in giving her commitment to ensuring this life will receive the love and nurturing in whatever way that looks for this family. As you may have experienced if you've given birth, these are big experiences and major transformations that affect a mother and her baby and her partner on all levels, the spirit, the emotions, and the physical. So being prepared in order to avoid being overwhelmed and consumed by this phase is so important for both birth itself and in the upcoming postpartum phase. So how do you prepare so that you can be the glowing candle and not the raging forest fire? Like most of birth preparation, it takes a few steps and a good amount of time digging into the cycles of life and nature with all of your senses and curiosity open. So the first thing, step number one, is to remember who you are. And what exactly does that mean? When I say remember who you are, I mean it's important to explore the nature of you the origin of you, the origin that was there before you were influenced by the society and culture of the world around you, and then understand how those influences of the world around you have played a role in shaping how you are now, how you are toward your inner self now, how you present to the outside world now, and then looking really deep into yourself to find what your natural strengths are. The foundational strengths that you have always carried that were gifted to you through your lineage? And how is it that you call on those strengths in your life? When I work with a family who's just getting started on this work, which is so invaluable to planning an undisturbed birth, we start by going through a self assessment that helps them identify one of the four directions on the compass that they resonate with the most. So, for example, if they find their strongest in the South or Summer energetic that we've been talking about today, Their strength might be in something like having clear communication, having great energy, being naturally upbeat and joyful. Or maybe they discover they're all-West energetic. This is where we find our nurturers and our empaths. Then, once they complete this assessment, they have the opportunity to acknowledge their strengths. So often, in our Western culture anyway, we don't take the time to acknowledge our strengths and our gifts in this way... And express our gratitude for these gifts because we live in a culture that prizes humility when it comes to inborn strengths and spends all the time laying on all the accolades for external accomplishments but when it comes to birth it's your inborn strengths that will truly carry you through and not external support that can be hard to see in the moment when looking at a birth because today we have so many people involved in birth there's midwives and doulas and midwifery assistants and nurses And they all have to do so much during birth today because our birth culture hasn't been supporting the level of internal education that's needed for families to feel confident in their own ability to give birth without all this external help. And that, my friend, is part of why this podcast and everything about the Natural Birth Compass program and even the mini course Circle Magic for Home Birth exists today, so that you and I together can change the paradigm of birth education and give the power of birth back to families. So going back to our steps, once they've completed that assessment and have started to identify their inner strengths, they can start to build their personalized toolkit to have for their birth. One of the tools my students use for this is the compass of nurturing. So everyone on the birth team, the birth partner, and anyone else who shows up to be a part of the birth, even if it's last minute, is aware of the type of support mom likes and doesn't like. So the self-assessment and interpretation and acknowledging those strengths are the first steps to complete. Then, the next layer's family should explore is understanding how they feel during the cycles in their life, how they respond to different phases of the cycle on all levels of their being their physical response, mental response, emotional and spiritual responses. And though this might sound like it's a lot to do, this can all be explored through noticing how you are over the course of a day in things like energy, emotions, how well your body is harmonizing to nature's cycle in your environment. For women, they can also explore the harmony through their moon cycles. And you can even take this deeper and look at cycles that we don't necessarily think of as cycles in the West, like the sleep-wake cycle and the hunger cycle. There are so many ways to explore your relationship with cycles. So you don't have to do it for everyone because there are dozens, maybe even more than dozens. Just find the ones that are most perceptible and familiar to you and start with those. And then after that exploration, this is where things get interesting, because patterns will start to arise here in this part of the process, and you might start to notice strong overlap in one particular part of the cycle. So for example, if summer comes up with challenges for you, and the bleeding phase of your menstrual cycle was challenging before pregnancy, and maybe communication is also a challenge, you could also add in the emotion cycle here, which can be very telling for some people. And when you notice the same phase of the cycle lining up on different aspects of your life, it then becomes very obvious where you need to go to start working on harmonizing the flow of your cycles, which would be the expanding and opening phase in this example. So then when it comes to birth, this can give you insight into where you might experience the most resistance in the birth process if you haven't identified and prepared those phases of your cycle. So let's take a step back now and tie all this back together with birth. When a woman arrives at the summer phase of the cycle and becomes fully expanded, fully dilated, if this is a phase of the cycle that she has struggled through in other aspects of her life, other cycles of her life, she might find that resistance shows up for her here in this phase of birth too. But if she's already identified expansion and opening as an area of struggle, and she knows how it shows up for her, Maybe she identified that when she struggled with this phase in the past, she shuts down her communication or she gets hyperactive and unfocused. And that's her sign that she's out of sync with the cycle. And if she knows that about herself, she and her birth partner and her birth team can be prepared to identify it and then provide the best kind of support according to her compass of nurturing, rather than leaving the team to try and have to guess what she's really feeling. Especially since in this stage of birth, just after transition, Hopefully, a woman is still in her altered states of consciousness, where she's expanded mentally and emotionally, and even spiritually, so she may not be communicating in rational terms or in the same brainwave states as the birth team. When a woman is comfortable being expanded, then she has the opportunity to confidently enter into the fiery energy of summer here, the full expansion of the South, where she can have experiences she will not have any other time in her life definitely not in the everyday reality. And this is the gift of the expansiveness of the summer phase of birth, the gift of the second side of fire. But she has to be prepared in order to use this gift to its fullest potential. And this is part of what makes pregnancy and birth such a magical time in life. So this was definitely an episode for the esoteric category, but the energy of summer can certainly take us out there. So let me summarize some key points for you and then I really encourage you to give this episode another listen to let the insights that it might be inspiring in you slowly awaken like the warmth of the first summer day after a long, cool spring. To sum it up, summer, which correlates to the south direction on the natural birth compass, this is the energetic of expansion and opening. This is the phase of birth that follows transition when dilation reaches its fullest expanse and goes into the pushing stage of labor. This is also the key energetic of the phase of being that is motherhood, the energy of connection and building community. To assess your harmony with the summer phase of the cycle, begin by assessing your cycles overall and the harmony of the cycles in your life. And if you notice some aspects of the summer energetic, the south energetic are more difficult for you, this is an important phase to focus on during your pregnancy. So when it comes time for birth, you can receive the gifts that await you and the joy of the peak of the journey of bringing your baby into the world. Doing the work during pregnancy always pays off in more ways during birth and parenting than you could ever predict right now as you're listening. But I know you will thank yourself. If you want to learn more about cyclic phases in birth, you can start by downloading the free guide, Three Sacred Cycles You Need to Know for a More Confident and Intuitive Birth. You can find it at naturalbirthcompass.com forward slash sacred cycles guide or reach out on Facebook or Instagram at Natural birth Compass. And if you already know you want to go even deeper, take a look at the mini course circle magic for home birth, which takes you more intimately through all these cycles and more. So you can reclaim the magic of nature's cycles for your birth and be prepared to trust yourself for a calm and peaceful home birth. You can find information about circle magic at naturalbirthcompass.com forward slash circle magic. Until next time, keep exploring the cycles around you. There is so much magic to discover there. Thank you for listening and being open to new perspectives as we spend this time together. As always, let me know how I can support your home birth. If you have topics you want to hear about, guests you want to hear from, questions or comments to share, let me know. This podcast is always transforming, and you can help shape it into something that helps thousands of families have the best pregnancy. Birth and transition into parenthood possible by leaving a comment or a review or sharing this podcast with others in your life who will benefit from our discussions. Find me on the socials at Natural Birth Compass or email me at info at naturalbirthcompass.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. Wishing you a wonderful journey to home birth.